Europe and Britain in particular divide and rule Africans, just like they did Indians. Could you please tell us what they did in Africa so that we can understand it better? And who were Africa's uh, equivalent to Macaulay, Trevelyan, and Risley? Mm. Okay. So, the Europeans, initially they were traveling and going to Africa, but they were not going south of the Sahara. Mm -hmm. They were going to North Africa. And there, they would get their gold, diamonds, spices from the merchants in North Africa who would go down to the southern part of the Sahara. Then in the 15th century, the Portuguese were the first to go down the coast of Africa, the western coast, and there they started to trade with the African people on the western coast of Africa. But they would not go inland because for one one thing is that the the tropics and the diseases in the tropics were such that for those who tried and ventured to go inland, then the mortality rate was practically 100%. Mm-hmm. And also, they, they did not have the, 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 the means by which they could easily go inland. So they traded in this way, getting their commodities. And we know they started to also trade in slaves. And then very soon after the Portuguese came, then that was followed by the the English, the Dutch, and the rest of the Europeans, they started to come. Then the technological advancement started to increase. Industrialization in Europe started to increase. Then they, they had means to build railways and different means to be able to get inland. Mm-hmm. And then they started to go inland and they started to trade. During this time, there became a great need in, in, for the Europeans that they needed more labor because they had their colonies in the Americas and, and they wanted to, to make a profit. So in Bhagavad Gita, there's a very nice verse. It says, Tree vidam narakasyedam dwaram nashanam atmanaha. Kam krodha tatalobas tasmat etat trayam tejet. That there are three gates which are leading to hell. Lust, anger, and greed. Mm-hmm. So regardless whether one is African, whether one is from Bharat, whether one is European, South America, that these are universal pr- principles of lust, anger, and greed. And because the Europeans had developed so much need for to develop their, their colonies, so the greed became such that it completely overwhelmed them. And at any cost, they were going to get these slaves and take them to their colonies in in North America, in the Caribbean, in South America. And in this way, they had a triangular trade from Africa to the Americas and then back to Europe. They take the slaves to the Americas. From there, they will get their produce 
where, whether they had sugarcane plantations, what have you, and then the produce, then they take to Europe, and then they'd make their profit. So it was such a big business, and it was all spurred by, by their greed. Mm-hmm. In Shishopanisad, there's a very, very nice verse, the first verse of Shishopanisad. It says, Ishavasham idam savam, yat kincha jagat te jagat, tena chaktena bunjita magraha kasya swidanam. That everything animate or inanimate that is within the universe, that it is controlled and owned by the Lord. This is the difference between one who has a divine mentality and one who has a suric mentality. That one who has divine mentality understands that everything belongs to the Lord. And one should therefore accept only those things which are necessary for oneself. And those which are set aside for one's quota. But now, these Europeans, they went to Africa, and with their greed, they had strong military, they had strong, um, um, they had arms by which they could control the situation. They had, they, they also had, um, so many goods that they were trading with the Africans, which in turn actually aroused their greed. And in this way, such a sinful situation happened. And they even utilized the Bible to justify what they're doing. They said that in the Bible, Noah had three sons, um, Ham, Japheth, and Sham. And Sham, his son was Canaan, and Canaan was cursed by the father Noah. I won't get into the story. So they said that those sons that were cursed are the black people in Africa. So because they're cursed that they'll be slaves, so we're just fulfilling the curse of Noah, so it's completely justified. And in this way, in the name of Christianity, Haribol, Haribol, they just took the slaves. So in this way, we, we can understand that what has happened in history, we can look back in history and we can learn from that and understand that even though things are going to be more developed as we are today, but the principles are the same, that where there's greed, where there's lust, where there's anger, then there's going to be manipulation and exploitation, and that's always going to be going on. So the, so you ask me, what, what kind of evil things did they do? That's what you asked me, is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you had the ruler of Belgium, And Leopold. So Leopold, he's known as the first person that's said to have done crimes against humanity. That he had the slaves, after slave trade was abolished, then around about 1870s, 1880s, then the Europeans, they were having a lot of competition over which territories they were working in. So then there's what's called a scramble for Africa. Mm-hmm. They had a meeting in, Ber- in Berlin under Bismarck. And there they split up Africa into different places. The English, they took their part, part of West Africa, East Africa. The French, they took the northern part of West Africa, which is Sudan area. Um, Bismarck, he took um, Congo. And the Dutch, they took, in this way, they just split it up, irregardless of what the people thought. And the people had no idea. 
So then their agreement was that whoever went to Africa and set up their offices in these places, then it would be understood that, okay, this is their land. And in this way, they, they divided up Africa. So once they divided up Africa, irregardless of the different tribes, so you see now you have the countries in Africa and then you have the tribes split up and this makes for a lot of the problems that go on in Africa because they did not take into regard the groups of people that were living there. They were just thinking, what economic gains can I get from this piece of land? So I'll take this piece because this suits what I want to do. Then the, the French said, I'll take this, this piece because this is better for me, irregardless of the people. So Bismarck, he had Congo. So then he had his people working and he would tor- torture and murder them that the hands of the men, women, and children, he would amputate them. And why did he do that? That they had to go and and get rubber. And if they didn't meet their quota of rubber, then they were killed in this way, or they were amputated. And then the Germans, they had Cameroons. This is before the um, World War. Then there was one lieutenant, lieutenant, he was sent on an expedition to negotiate a treaty. So when he got to the village, he shot all the men and all the ladies, and then the children, he just put them in baskets, and then he drowned them. There are many atrocities. We don't have time, and there's no point. But in this way, the Europeans came, and they committed so much atrocities. Because we talk about slavery, and slavery existed before the Europeans came. But the manner in which they treated the African people were, they just treated them totally as subhuman. I should, they, me, as subhuman, um, and just justified it totally by the, by the Bible. And their, their eyes were covered because of their greed. Please remember to subscribe to us and switch on the notifications for this channel. For our other social media links, more content and to support our work, please visit citti.net. Dhanavad. Namaskar.